What's up, guys? Thank you for jumping on in. I'm your host, Anthony Mullen, and we are on Vinyl Divers. Thank you for the brand new episode. So I have a cool episode picked up for you guys today. It's not a long one, I think. I don't plan it to be a really long episode. I'm going to be going over a 45, um, one song on each side in a minute. And I'll be explaining what's going on and talking about and sharing some music with you guys. But first off, before I get all serious and get into the show, I just want to let you all know, thank you so much yet again. I always just want to say thank you. And I noticed my posts and my likes are getting more attention on Instagram, Twitter. It's kind of failing, but it's all good. I'm going to push through with it. I'm going to power through. Right now, though, what I want to tell you to go do is go to BICBP-radio.com. It's a website we started, and honestly, I can't say, honestly, it's Chris pulled this giant thing together, and all of us have contributed to it and helped out where we can, but honestly, it's a website. It's, a, it's our network website with all of our podcasts, all of our shows, and it's funny, the three of us had started back issues that really kept it going. We kind of are on all these other shows. We have a few other ones that friends are also in, but what I'm saying is go check it out. There's a whole bunch of shows on it, uh, such as History Creeps, Retro Bliss, You Break It, You Pot It, At Normal Times, The Dusty Finish, Hardly Awesome Podcast. That's what I used. That's what Back Issues became with Chris and Brandon. Uh, another po- another podcast they do called Power Rangers in Cyberspace, Cellar Dwellers, and a new show that just dropped called Johnny Townsend's Horrid Movie Reviews, which, for one, all those shows are awesome, but this one is funny as hell in particular. I got a sneak peek of it. It's where a friend, where my friend Johnny goes in and reviews horror movies, which he hates and he doesn't watch. He gives you the a review and the plot of the horror movie straight up based off the trailer, and it's great. I got to listen to a sample, and it's awesome. Johnny's a good friend of mine. He's an artist. Check him out on Instagram at johnnyism28. Chris, all right, Johnny is in 28. Thank you. <laughs> and, you know, show them love and just go follow some work. And just, I just want to, one of my biggest goals is that I don't want my show to be the best. I want our network to be the best. And I think the only way to do that is to promote everyone else's shows as well and share the love to everyone else. Because if you like me, you probably may like another show that I do. And if you like a show that I do with a friend, you may like their other shows that they do. So if you like me, check out Harley Awesome. And on Harley Awesome, you'll, you're going to be introduced to Chris and Brandon probably Johnny because he's been a guest on a few of them and then you may go to one of the other shows that they do and you probably will like them and it's just going to grow and I highly recommend it let's go check it out bicbp-radio.com all right now to get into the actual show today I got a cool single it's a 45 for you guys and this actually this single was the first 45 record I bought so when I first started listening, and the way I get to that is that I, I had a collection before I started buying records, and my introduction to vinyl was through my grandmother um, on my mom's side, and she's still with us, but <laughs> it was it's kind of, it was, she, was intru- she introduced me to it, and I remember growing up, and she, there was this giant, it was a giant dresser, I thought, or a giant cabinet, I didn't know what it was, but it was just a giant piece of furniture. And as for a long time, I always thought it was just, they was just there. I didn't know what it was. And one day my grandma goes, oh, you like music. You like the Beatles. Um, well, let me show you something. And out of nowhere, she opens up the dresser and there is a record player there. No idea. It wasn't a tiny little turntable. This was like a full on, like 10 foot long, well, but seven foot long 
couple hundred pounds. It was a giant freaking cabinet of a record player. My grandma taught me how to start listening to records, putting the needle, putting the needle on a vinyl, to being careful. Show me all that. And as I got older, it was kind of like always a fun thing. When I went to grandma's, I would get to I would get to listen to vinyl. I would just sit there and listen to records for hours. I didn't want to do anything else. I just loved the vinyl. I loved records. And then at some point, I think it was, it was um, my stepmom and my dad had my stepmom Lori and dad had gotten me my first record player, which you all know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure set on fire from the inside out a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> they got me my first record player, and I started buying vinyl for myself for that. And I accumulated a lot of my grandma's collection. Just I kind of went over one day, and I was like, Grandma, I have a record player. And she's like, oh, well, here's some records to take home. And I took a good portion of what she had. She still has a good another half of her collection. And I took a bunch of 45s and a bunch of oldies, a bunch of... Uh, 50s and 60s there was nothing really modern so as i and that's all i listened to i listened to the old beatles albums i, I didn't want to go buy anything new i had what i wanted to I, I had the records that she had and that's what i liked and then somewhere along the lines i ended up going to um the rock and roll hall of fame on vacation with my grandfather from my father's side of the family and while at the rock and roll hall of fame i picked up uh it was awesome it was an incredible sight um, maybe I could, I'm gonna try and go, I'm not gonna promise anything, but if I can remember, maybe I'll go through and I'll post something about it for everyone else to see on Instagram. But I went on vacation when I was younger, I was back in high school, and I think it was ninth grade, 10th grade, I was only like 14, 15, and I was getting into vinyl. I didn't realize that they could, you can get, you know, other music other on vinyl. I didn't know that they repressed vinyl. I didn't know about that. I wasn't, I didn't just go to the mall or go to record shops. I didn't know about this. I thought you had to find it at a flea market, and they were they were always the old fifties. I didn't realize vinyl was went into the seventies and eighties and further. I didn't know that. I was a little kid. I didn't understand. And at the Rock Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I wanted this. I was like, oh, I saw they had a vinyl section. I'm like, well, it's a rock and roll place. They must have oldies and they must have the songs I want. And I went out and I found a forty five. And along with the forty five, I bought two LPs. Um, they were picture discs of Paul Stanley and Ace Frehley. But the 45 I bought was a repressing from back to back to back hit series. Looks like a company that just would push out repressings of hits on 45 for you to be able to have so you don't have to try and go find old beat up scratched ones. And what I found was um, a back to back hit of Dion and the Bellmans 45. What's cool about that is that growing up, I. Now, I really didn't understand and really discover my own music interests and my music taste until middle of high school. So when I was bigger into, when I was younger, the music I loved, the music I listened to was 50s, 60s, and my one of my favorite groups was Deanna and the Belmonts. I loved Run Around Sue. I loved Wonder. I loved his songs. I when I, I loved his songs. But, and when I went through my grandma's collection, I found it. I found it. Run Around Sue on vinyl. My grandmother had it. And I couldn't remember, I couldn't believe it. She had the one song I wanted most. And I go to pull it out. It's cracked. And not like there's a scratch, but like snap to where if you put it on the on the record player, it would, it would pause and it was obvious. It, it was split. It was broken. It would not play. So it was my mission to try and find it again. And I'm at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and there it is. So I bought it. It's awesome. One of my favorite songs. And here it is for you guys. No, I 
What's cool about Dion the Belmonts is that uh, I just pull up a little blurb just to for those of you that don't know because like like I said before, people that come here, you can see my past episodes. I'm not following a set trend. At first, I kind of did a little bit of punk, a little bit it was more of a punk state, punk uh, focused. But then I did Kiss, then I did the A's. Now we're going way back to the '50s, or no? I'm um, yes, the '50s, and got Dion the Belmont. So not everyone that comes to me may know all the bands I'm talking about. So a little bit blurb is. The and the Belmonts, they were a leading American vocal group of the late 1950s. All of their me- all of the members were from the Bronx, New York. And in late 1957, Dion Michucci joined the Belmonts with singers Carlo Mastrangolo, Fred Milano, and Angelo D'Alio to form the group. And that right there was I Wonder Why. And I Wonder Why came was uh, released on May 5th, 1958, and it was originally a, a side A recording. So back in the day before they gave out uh, giant LPs and 33s for every band, every group, everyone wanted the hit, wanted a single. You would release one or two songs on single, and that was their first. And it actually, um, I Wonder Why, it was a doo-wop song. It was written by Melvin Anderson and Ricardo Weeks, who did the lyrics. And it was first recorded by Dan the Belmonts, and it was released as Lori Records. That was the group that they were signed to. It was their first single. And the number for it was uh, 3013. And it became the first, the group's first national pop ch- uh, pop chart hit, 1958. Um, I really like the song. It's kind of cool. It's got that, stu- I don't know, not a stutter, but that da 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 I really like it. It's cool. I thought it was awesome. And it had that real acapella feel to it. I mean, and then obviously there's like a band behind them, but you know, back in the '50s, that's where that vocal group really—that's where they were. It's kind of almost where you had your modern pop boy bands. That's what the groups were back then. They were they were boy bands or girl bands, and all the members sang different parts and played and did vocal parts for different parts of uh, the percussion or the instruments. The one guy you could hear him kind of uh, singing out the strumming bass chords. And they'd fit it to acapella style, but they'd have a back, uh, band backing them, you know, kind of probably to keep them on key and in tune. And I think it's one of my favorite songs from them. I didn't know that that was by Dion until after, I think, after I bought the album, or bought, not the album, bought the single. Because so I bought the single originally because it was Run Around Suit. And then when I flipped it around, I was like, oh, shoot, I wonder why I know this song. And after I listened to it, you know, I was kind of like, oh, I guess this makes sense because you, you hear Dion's voice. And that's one thing I think I like about Dion. Is that his voice is just that cutting that, that pitch that is just you hear it and you're like, you know it. I, I don't think I can say it any other way, and it's really cool. Um, I really don't have no memory to go with this song specifically, um, but the next song, "Run Around Sue," which I have for you right here, is my story. It's sad but true. It's about a girl that I once knew. She took my love, then ran around with every single guy in town. Hey, hey, whoa, hey, 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 hey
So Runaround Sue is cool, and those of you that did catch on the Instagram, uh, I think I may start doing is doing a little sample or a little tease to hint on what to, what this week's episode or what the week's episode will be. And the one I dropped actually was uh, Megan was a picture of Megan Trainer. She does a song called uh, "Dear Future Husband," and they use the same doo-wop and the same backing track for it. And that's I think one thing that really drew me to the song because it's that pip pip whoa it's just that awesome iconic like when i was a kid i thought that that was the coolest song that was my favorite song and honestly up until i we started planning for today's episode i was like oh my god i forgot about how much i love this song i really love that doo-wop swing that he had with it because you could feel it where you, you could feel that that swing that you could probably you could feel it in his voice you can really just tell and it's awesome and a little bit i got here about running around sue which i didn't know is that um it originally was a pop song. It was modified into a doo-wop style, and originally it was a uh, it was a United States number one hit for uh, Dion in 1961 after he split from the Belmonts. The song ranked number 351 on the Rolling Stones list of 500 greatest songs of all time. The the song it was written by Dion with Ernie Maresca, and it tells the story of a disloyal lover. Which the song it does if you listen through. And um, for those of you that for those of the for those of you that know me from other podcasts, that this is not the first time hearing me, you know that I have a thing for people that can tell great stories in their music. And I don't know what it is, but I've always been drawn to music that tells a story of a breakup or can tell emotion and can convey emotional in that emotion in that sense. Because growing up as a musician, that was one way that I was able to release my my frustration and my thoughts and my feelings. And mostly, usually rejection. <laughs> One of the ways I did that was through music and was through song. So I think I always, I always have gravitated towards songs that I could relate to, and kind of seeing this, I think it was probably one of the first times that I related to a song where it's like, oh hey, I kind of get what you're saying. I understand. I know what it's kind of what it feels like to be played, to be played with, and be kind of thrown and uh, not paid attention to, and be made a fool of. I think it was awesome. And as a kid. I swear you can my family will attest to it. I was going to American Idol to sing this song. This was my song for American Idol. This is the song I was gonna sing and I was gonna win it with. Obviously that didn't happen. <laughs> take a moment of silence. Alright, now we're back. Um <laughs> it this song definitely is one of those songs where I feel kind of bad that it I forgot about it. It really did. I didn't think of this one of those songs where you're like, oh shit, I remember that. This is that song where after I was thinking about what to do today, I'm flipping through the 45 box and I was like, oh, this is the one. And it just clicked. I love this song. And I really do like, I love I Wonder Why, but I Run Around, run around Sue is it's my song. I think I'm pretty sure I'm going to go to karaoke after I'm done here and I'm pretty sure I'm going to sing it tonight. Um, maybe I'll get some video and I'll be able to post it for you. Maybe it'll be another hint. So for those of you listening now, you're going to be like, oh, I saw that video on Instagram. That's what he was talking about. I'm not going to even get a hint. I'm just going to post it. Everyone following the Instagram for vinyl stuff, they're like, what the hell is he posting a video of him singing for? And it's awesome. I, I, I wish I had more to talk about for uh, for today's show, but you know, it was a 45. It wasn't a giant album. It wasn't an in-depth thing about Dion and the Belmonts because I, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to talk about a quick 45 that I have fun with, that I loved. 
And this is a song that I used to always want to play on my grandmother's record player, and I couldn't because it was broken. And then I bought it, and then I forgot about it. But I have it. I found it again, and I'm going to have to go back. And cause I have a bunch of my grandma's, like, some Temptations and uh, the Four Seasons and Frankie Valley. I have a whole bunch of 45s from them. I got to go listen to, I think, probably later. Maybe after karaoke, maybe another day. Anyway, guys, thank you for joining me in for another episode of Vinyl Divers. Check out my check me out on social media. Get to me. If you want to email me, I actually have an email. It's vinyldiverspodcast at gmail. Uh, get me on Instagram at vinyldiverspodcast. Twitter at vinyldiverspod. See you guys next week. Keep diving.